Australian item 
And then they spoke for him for a couple seconds. Mm. He went inside and then came out the next door pulling a wagon full of books. Which I'm concerned about that. It's like, <laughs> that made and me then very left. stressed. Yeah. And it's like, where was, where was the development? Mm. you got to develop people. That's I mean, what makes them interesting. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is too, like a lot of amazing stories come out of this. Like a lady um, pledged that she was going to learn to walk again after a really nasty accident. We yeah. had people wanting to lose 100 kilos between the two of them. Couple of yeah, a thousand books. A thousand books, yeah. A stunt woman, which was amazing. Yeah, sometimes they're just like, I want a different career, mm, which, which I is, think I think they're quite interesting. And then he also the and like there were some people trying for a baby, and he's like, what's different this mm, time? Yeah. Which instead of just because I'd been trying for five years or something. Yeah. And it's like we're just going to have a baby, and it's like, oh, okay, good luck. Yeah. I'm glad he did ask that because yeah, I'd be yeah, a little he, bit. Yeah. And he does tend to. What are you going to do mm. to make this goal? Does Channel Nine funds? these like transformations and stuff. I don't stuff. think so. Because I, it wasn't know. referenced. Yeah, because I was going to say if they did, obviously they'd be like, and we'll give you this much or whatever. I'm so. honestly super surprised that they don't have a camera crew following them around. Mm. I'm surprised that they don't lead out. Lead. I think that's what it needed. Yeah, like, and make it like packages about their yeah. development and how they're going. Or even just like a package at the start. So we yeah. learn because it literally all it is. Okay, we'll play the role of it here. So you be Carl. <laughs> I've walked out. Hi, Georgia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's your goal? Um, I think within a year, I am going to make sure that I run a marathon. And what are you going to do to achieve that? Um, put on some runners. All right. Well, good luck. See, See you, you in, in a year. year. And then that's it. And, and then, then you walk for like a 10 seconds. Oh, yes. I cross the stage. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if she did it. I did it. Well done. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> so... Like, I mean, there were a couple of packages. There was one really moving moment where a cowboy, well, a cowboy, they they, <laughs> they played him out. He was a farmer, but they sort of like cowboy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> decided that he had kept a secret for however old, 34 years, that he was gay. Yeah. So he came out on national television. So there was a package of him coming out to his family, which is lovely. But you didn't see it with anything else, really. There was yeah. a stunt woman. There was one. But other than that, I think it's one of those things. The premise of the show is awesome. Yeah. But it just needs to be padded out a bit more. Yeah, a bit a bit longer. Um, I also found that, like, the, the audience for the first half from mm. a year ago would all just have half of this knowledge. Yeah. They'd just know about well, one minute you, yeah. with everyone. Would you reckon, I would love if it was the same audience. See, I really doubt it. Oh, it would make me so happy if it was. It'd be very cute, but mm. it's a lot to organise. Yeah. But so would, do you reckon they would have filmed all of the last years mm-hmm. in one take, like in one sitting with the same audience? Well, it depends how long it goes for, but yeah, I would think so. Or would they just change over the audience all the time? Um, so just... guys, you've been here for three minutes. <laughs> Off you go. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I think it, they would have shot it all pretty much in like the space of a week or so, depending yeah, on how probably. many they're going. Can I just say though, if there was any point that would give you motivation to go out and do something, it's making a pledge on national television in front of Carl Stefanovic. I know. What happens if it you, doesn't, if you just, like what if those people who said they were going to have a baby didn't have one? Yeah. And then you just come out and be like, yeah, we're still trying. I know. Like, oh, oh, nice. It'd kind of be like, yeah, it, it wouldn't be like if you're in school or whatever. Yep, I'm going to do all my homework. And then, you know, mm. it's not done. You just go sit out. So, yeah, nothing's been done. Um, I tried. But, <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of pressure on the people there. But I think in perspective, though, what a difference a year does make. I tell you what, for Carl, it's ageing backwards. In yep. the first year, he had, you know, some grey sideburns going. Completely gone the next year. Amazing stuff. Younger. 
Benjamin Button, I say. Yeah. <sighs> Big call. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think too, I, to Carl's credit, how he keeps it together, I could never do that. Like, honestly. like And half the time he does throws with tears in his eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. See, I'd find it interesting if he, like, spends more time with them backstage because mm. he does seem to like actually he has like an emotional he, connection to yeah the stories, which yeah. is like you, you spoke to them for one minute there's no way mm. no I reckon it, it is a very inspiring show and I think like we normally do say first seasons of stuff they're a little rough mm. but I reckon this That's show true. yeah if we can you know get it more. and I, like it's based on an English show which I oh, think is, is also See, I didn't know yeah. this I think the English shows only had one season oh, as well okay. so oh. everybody's still just finding their feet mm. yeah now, we're going to wrap it up. Will you be watching this again, Georgia? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I, it's not a no. Yeah. But if it's on, I might. Mm. What about you? Oh, I will. I was bawling my eyes out the whole time. <laughs> I got so emotional. But I reckon a good way to end this, make a pledge. What are you going to do in 12 oh, months, Georgia? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Catherine, we're going to get it famous. Um, in 12 I, months. Yeah, we're going to have 100 v- listens on each podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's famous. And by, <laughs> by 100, she means 100,000 because clearly we've already had 100 oh, downloads. definitely. Well, on each one. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> See, my pledge is going to be an email, but hey, already did that. Oh. Took a year. So realityjackpod at gmail.com, everybody. I made lots of mistakes. I probably won't survive. Did you panic? Oh, I panicked. What are you scared of? Are you worried about your legacy? I gave kids a new life. No one can take that away from me. No one. Abby tells all. So our next segment, Catherine, Mm -hmm. is something that, uh, I mean, this one's definitely in your lane. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Abby, what's it called? Abby Lee... It's just the documentary of Abby Lee Miller. I don't think we could even... It's it's a documentary, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's like a, it's a tell-all interview. With, that about has, her going to jail. But has... So it's a reflective, monolog like, bits of packages that, you know... Yeah. I don't... It's they a very... An exclusive. Lifetime produced it. Yeah. And pretty much what it was was Abby Lee Miller, who... The teacher from Dance Moms. Which is a show that's very close to my heart. Um... <laughs> It's tearing me apart even having to talk about this. Um, yeah, she did a sit-down interview with one of the um, the View TV hosts talking about the situation she found herself in, in her legal issues and what life was going to be for her yeah. going two weeks into going into prison. Yeah. And it was an hour and a half event. I, I don't know what to think about it, to be honest. I think the the interviewer mm. was really trying to move it into a place where Abby just had nothing mm. to say. Yeah. Because she kept asking her questions about whether any of the dance kids yeah. kept in contact with her. And it's like, they're children. It's like, how, you don't really keep that much contact with your teachers. Mm. And what's really awkward about this too is this, as I said, produced by Lifetime, Abby had a massive bust up with Lifetime going into the eighth season, which is now airing, of Dance Mums, where she quit the show and wrote like really defamatory stuff about Lifetime as a production company and the producers on there. But yet she sells her story to Lifetime. Yeah. And it was really weird. And then like whatever she was talking about, because obviously Lifetime produces Dance Mums, they kept putting footage of Dance Mums into it. There was a lot of Dance Mm. Mums footage. Like it was sort of... 
for Abby, it was more like a reflective, okay, my life's going to change, you know. Yeah. I realise I've done the wrong thing. Yeah. I need to move on from my mistakes. She's saying this stuff and then here's her, scre- you know, footage of her screaming yeah. at 10-year-olds. It was really weird. It was like they were trying to get more drama from it mm. than Abby was giving. Yeah. And it was – see, I found it really awkward and uncomfortable. And the other thing too is I found the interviewer, she – was, as you said, trying to get stuff out of her. Yeah. But also she was trying to get her to, you know, confess all this stuff about her court case and, you know, going to jail, which obviously she can't really yeah. delve into. Like obviously the court case is done, but two weeks into prison, you know what I mean? Like if she was to say particular stuff, that could increase her prison sentence. You exactly. just don't know. So I don't know. I don't know whether there was like a media law sort of unknown interviewing style there. I don't know, but it was a very weird show. It was it was very strange. And it made me sad the whole time because it just I just realised how alone she was in that situation. I think they were trying to play – I think sometimes she was saying she was alone, sometimes she was like, no, I've got friends. Mm. And other times she was like, "There's no, there's no one. And it's mm. like there was just this really weird flip-floppy. Yeah, but I don't know whether it was Lifetime trying to keep playing the character she was playing on Dance Moms being this really – bizarre character I think potentially it was trying to play her up as being alone and she's mm. like no I actually do yeah. have I have friends I, okay we're going on to the <laughs> friends so yeah as we said pretty much it's two weeks before Abby goes to prison and it literally films up until the moment she gets out of the car which where they, they there's no photos so they put the camera the camera mm. lens goes black and so they've just, just got the audio. audio yeah and so the night before they filmed Abby and her nearest and dearest friends flew in from all ends of the country yeah. and stuff to stay in this Airbnb and have like one last proper meal all together. And it was weird. It made me really it was so sad. Uncomfortable. But was that made more uncomfortable by the presence of the camera crew? I hope so because otherwise, Abby girl, you need to get some new friends. Because, no, but like doesn't that kind of ruin it? Well, you're, you're meant to have like this last time where you're with your friends mm. and you're being all like close and supportive yeah. and there's a camera crew there. I think with Abby though, she did say in the interview as well that her biggest fear was not going into prison. It was what would should be left with when she came out. Yeah. So her reputation from the dance school she had in Pittsburgh is just gone because of this court case. And so I think for her, this is her attempt to trying to rebuild you know, yeah. some sort of reputation before she goes in. So, you know, saying, oh, look how vulnerable I am and stuff might make people a little bit more. I don't know, but come on, if your friend was going to jail the next day and she's sitting at a table bawling her eyes out into mac and cheese, would you go, oh, I'm going to go do the dishes now? No. Just, see, but then also I feel like the camera crew had an impact on that. You'd be like, oh, I don't know what because maybe they know her better than that. They could tell she was playing it up. I just don't know. It made me very sad. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, oh, and then she got in the car alone with the camera crew with to the, go. With the onion dip. With mag- yeah, yeah. <laughs> her biggest concern going to prison was that she couldn't find a French onion dip. And you know what? I can relate to that. It's a good yeah. dip. There was a lot about where's my, I hope my dip's in here. Mm. I hope they said the dip was in this bag. But it was just crazy. And like she went and saw, you know, people like professionals to go and get advice on how to you know yeah adapt it played in a lot in a way that like it's kind of normal for reality shows to do like a preparation mm. like yummy mommy says a preparation for Ugh. having a baby did you have and to it, bring that up it did Come all on. of this but like it's about going to prison yeah it's much more serious it was just uncomfortable well I found. see this is the thing and they showed this because you know obviously dance moms is the love of my life um in the new season of dance moms they were saying that it was implied that, you know, maybe her sentencing had something to do with some interviews she said 
before she had her final case. So pretty much what she said was, oh, yeah, I'm going to go have a holiday, implying oh, that yeah. was her jail time. Yeah. So I don't know whether that went into it a little bit, but, yeah, that was a big part of Dan's mums that they were talking about. But I don't know. I just found it really weird. I wish Abby all the very best in her sentencing. She's got a year and a day. Yeah. Ten month, ten and a half months for good behaviour, mm-hmm. which I thought was quite cute. Actually, they kept talking about how she couldn't follow the rules if they were silly. I know. <laughs> she was about how she's got to be respectful and she doesn't know if she can do I know. that. Yeah, well, see, that's the good thing. Even though it was really serious, there were some like fun moments. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think from what people have said, meeting her off camera. She is, you know, a nice person. Yeah, and there was a lot of her, like, running boot camps and things and she walks through airports and kids run up yeah. and, and give her a hug. And See, I think that's cute. Yeah, that she does have a good relationship with the kids. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, we can't really ask whether we'll watch it again. No, okay, if she does, because I'm thinking she'll do one when she gets out of prison, would oh. you watch that? Because that would be interesting. Might, potentially. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there'd be a lot she shouldn't be saying about in prison because mm. you know how they're kind of yeah. secret about prisons. yeah. Do you reckon she's going to do a prison flash mob in there? Oh, she could be a dunce teacher. That's what I'm saying. You know, something. like that thriller? The yeah, thriller yeah that's, what, that's literally just what went into my mind. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'll be interesting to see how she's able to rebuild her life yeah. outside of that. And also to see how Dance Mums goes without Abby because, you know. Definitely. Because Gianna's taking over, isn't she? No. So pretty much what's happened is there was a big bust up. No, someone they, named Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl Burke, who was from Dancing with the Stars in the States. And she's a very, from what all the interviews and stuff she's done, she's very placid mm-hmm. and she doesn't yell and she's very chill. So it's But see, be in the interview, they were talking about Gianna's taking over mm. her studio, but Cheryl's going to be the no, dance so, mom's lady. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to be known as the ALDC anymore. Oh. So, because what happened was there was a huge fight. All the girls have left. So yeah. that's why they don't talk to Abby anymore. And yeah, so they've gone to Cheryl because um, Chloe Lacazyak's back. So. Yeah, very interesting. I know. All right. <laughs> so much drama, but yes, that's our little take on the. I don't. It's not a documentary. Whatever it is, exclusive. The yeah. Abby Lee Miller exclusive that went for nearly two hours. This is Cupcake Wars. The battle is on. I'm going to crush this competition in a bake-off. This is war, and we're here to win. Of gigantic proportions. Thousand cupcakes. That's impossible. This is one sweet war. Tasty little treat. Okay, Georgia, it's my favourite time of the episode. We had last week, Tanked was your choice of reality show for the week. Yep. This week we're going in a bit of a different direction. What have you got lined up for us? This one's called, so this one I just wanted to pick because I just wanted to watch the show. Yeah. Which was actually my reasoning for Catherine when she was like, what do you want? I was like, Cupcake Wars. (laughs) It is such a lovely show. It is. It's very pleasant. It's basically they get four cupcake bakers in mm-hmm. and they get they bring an assistant with them and then they just do from the beginning of an, to the end of the competition. So each episode somebody wins, mm-hmm. which is quite nice. And then it they is. just make cupcakes. Yeah, it's just baking. It's just baking. It's just a pleasant reality show. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Now, this show is hosted by Justin Willman and that, well, for the first few seasons and now Jonathan Bennett's taken over. But we've got the judges, Candace Nelson and Florian Ballinger. And what a cute judging panel. I love Florian them. is so great. He, You know what? I have a theory. I know I say this every week I've got a theory on something. 
Kevin Rudd's long lost brother. <laughs> they look so <laughs> but similar. With a, from a different country. He's got yeah. an accent of some sort, but I couldn't pick out where it's from. I, I'm pretty is sure it, he's French. He was French. Mm. It's great. He's amazing. And like the, I think the thing about this Cupcake Wars is it's not about the decorating cupcakes as much mm. as it's about the taste of them. Yeah. So they they get like different ingredients, like a table of ingredients that you've got to include in your first round mm-hmm. of cupcakes. Sometimes they're very strange. They are. And see, I thought going into this that it was just a decorating competition. Like it was just pretty much, oh, yeah, this is your theme. Like I like think Cake Wars yeah. is about decorating. Yeah, I think that's where I got confused. And I just think everything's Skin Wars now where it's all just <laughs> design stuff. So, yeah, the thought of actually it was it's sort of like MasterChef but less dramatic, would you say? Definitely, mm. yeah. Exactly like Because you kind of got like the mystery box element where you got to make stuff. And, um, yeah, but I think it's really cool. And, like, at the their last round of each episode, they've got to make, like, a massive stand. Mm. They've got to make 1,000 cupcakes. And then they get their little master carpenter to go <laughs> they design something and then the master carpenter goes and builds it in a couple hours yeah. and comes back with this huge stand. It's so cool. Like, I watched a Barbie one where they just – he made an entire mm. Barbie dream house. That was That's massive amazing. to display 1,000 cupcakes. Yeah. It was awesome. 1,000 cupcakes. That just blows my mind. Oh, in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Now, the episode that I watched, I, well, there's a celebrity season, which is amazing. Saw Mel B <laughs> making cupcakes. But the best episode I saw, and I was very disturbed by it, but I couldn't look away. There was a seafood episode where they had to use at least one ing- ingredient. So one made, it was crab stick cupcakes Ooh. and the other one was salmon. They, see, those don't. That's not a cupcake. It's a savoury cupcake, though. It's crazy. I, but just the a savoury thought. cupcake's just a muffin, isn't it? Isn't mm. it just a savoury muffin? What th- well, I was going to say, there's a huge gap in the market. Georgia, you're a baker. <laughs> Make some savoury cupcakes. We could get some better mics. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would be sponsored by Georgia's, you know, bakery. It'd be yeah. great. be really good for the podcast. <laughs> Put all your money into this endeavour. I could just uh, make a shop and just play the podcast in yeah. the shop. And when you know how when you open a door and there's a bell, it'll just be Cuban sandwich playing the turn. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> but yeah, I love this show. I think it's really funny. And it's just cute. And how you bring an assistant in, which yeah. is a big choice, may I say. If you pick a wrong, the wrong assistant. The other thing I find interesting mm. is often they're like co-owners of the shop. Yeah. The two co-owners come in and then they just pick one of them to be the main and yeah. one of them to be the assistant. How do you and then they, they don't do talk to the assistant. No. Like the hosts and the judges don't talk to the assistants. No. Which is weird. <laughs> they're not a little team. It's one person and an assistant. I know. Which is, how would you make that decision as a team? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I'd get jealous. <laughs> well, George, I can tell you now, if we're ever on Cupcake Wars, you can be the numero, numero uno and yeah. I'll be the assistant. Yeah, okay, cool. Thank you. And by assistant, I mean I'll do nothing and you can do it all. You're like, I don't know what. George, it's, it's burning. I think it's burning. Spatula? What's a spatula? <laughs> no, but I love Cupcake Wars. I'm really happy with this choice of yours. No, I'm glad. Thank you. I love this show. Oh, it's so good. And there's been so many seasons of it as well. There's a lot. There's a wide variety. Mm. How do you keep, like, having ideas? Because it's so limited with cupcakes. Exactly. Well, I think that's why they went into seafood. Mm. Is because you've just got to keep expanding. I highly recommend do watch that because not only – because that was part of the premise of it. It had to be savoury, but you had to have a sweet element. So it was disgusting. Sweet sweet seafood cupcakes. Yeah, so I think they ended up going for um, cream cheese as icing and it just – every part of me just wanted to They actually used cream cheese icing a fair bit. Mm-hmm. But with what seafood. did the 
did the judges like the the things? They were like, um, hmm, that's yum. They were a big fan of the smoked salmon cupcake. Not so much the crab stick. Don't know why. <laughs> Goodness. And as someone who doesn't like seafood, yeah. Yeah, and, no, that sounds bad. And there's nothing more graphic than seeing salmon go through a blender. I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Can like, imagine. It's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> so, Catherine. Yes. Would you watch it again? I would, yeah. Yeah? I, well, considering now that I know there's a Barbie-themed one, but I feel like I, I went the wrong direction with seafood to start with. Definitely. But, no, I think it'll be a lot easier to watch going forward. But, no, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I love this show. I watch it pretty regularly. It's fantastic. <laughs> Well, thank you, Georgia. That's another excellent choice from you. <laughs> thank you very much. Anyway, guys, that wraps up the podcast for another week. We've had, this has been a good one, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. We've covered a wide range of things, that's for sure. We definitely have. I think it's, um, yeah, actually, normally there's a bit of overlap in our themes. I know. We're very diverse I know. Today. Cupcakes, prison, the title of the show, I can't remember. <laughs> years, goals. Years. Time. Time. It was time. Um, if you take anything away from this podcast, time does go a lot longer than what is implied on that show. You know, just walk through. <laughs> what? Because it kind of puts, when you think about it, it kind of just puts everything into perspective, that show. It's just blowing my little mind. Time just keeps on going. It does, yeah. All right, and on that note... <laughs> I think we should should wrap up. Absolutely. Remember to um, shoot us an email if you have any recommendations on shows, realitycheckpod at gmail.com. Give us a like on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Say hey on Twitter. And uh, give us five stars on iTunes. Yes. And until next time, I'm Catherine. And I'm Georgia. See you next week. Bye.